0: Hi, Kerry here. We talk a lot about making money and making good investment decisions by investing in the stock market or real estate or whatever our investment portfolio might be made up of. And then I always say that uh, the second goal is to learn to keep more of what we make by understanding our tax code. So what I do every year is do some tax planning. And I do it in November, I like to do it about halfway through November because that gives me about a month and a half to get anything done that I can do to make sure that I send as little as possible, that is legally possible, off to the various government entities that ask for taxes from me. So that's what I want this video to be about. I want, it to, I want to share with you my income, and then I want to share with you some tax planning that I'm doing. It's not exact. I'm not figuring my taxes. I don't deal with the progressive tax code. I deal with brackets. And I want to come away with an estimate of what my exposure is and what I can do to minimize my exposure. So I'm going to show you this in two different ways. One is if I was an individual filing taxes, much as you and most people do. And then the other in the real world, that I'm an LLC and that I have some tax advantages by being a limited liability corporation. And I want you to understand how I do that. So with that in mind, I'm going to share my income. I'm then going to share my tax uh, planning and we'll see if I can make a difference. My goal is to pay as little as I am required to. and I think I can reduce my taxes potentially if I'm willing to do some things uh, that are legal by almost 90%. So let's first of all say I am certainly not your tax attorney and I'm also not your financial advisor. I'll be right back. Best of us investors presents Carrie Griegmeier. Okay, the first thing that you start with in your uh, tax planning is what is going to be your projected income. You should Create a chart, an Excel spreadsheet, I love Excel spreadsheets, that shows what your income is going to be or what you project your income to be at the end of the year. Again, these are not exact numbers. That I leave to my CPA, Sarah. So here is a projection of my income that I do. I actually do this on a weekly basis, Uh, update the numbers and uh keep a handle on what I'm making. So you see the first thing is my Social Security. I'm 77 years old, Nita and I both pay Social Security. I did a little bit in real estate this year. Uh, I have some book sales, I have some affiliate marketing, um, and then I have my YouTube, uh, income, some sponsorship income that I have people who have paid me, uh, to sponsor their products on, on my YouTube channels. I have two channels. Um, and then my investments. Now, my investments don't really impact my, my income much because most of my investments are uh, done in my IRAs. I do have to take a required minimum distribution. But within my non-qualified accounts, I don't trade. I basically buy and hold because I don't want to generate capital gains taxes. And I buy in those, in, in the non-qualified accounts, those uh, f- stocks that I I really want to hold for the rest of my life. So within my my income within my bracket or excuse my investments, I project that I'm going to have an income or a growth, not a realized income, a growth of about four hundred and fifty-four thousand. So let's then take those numbers and put them on a. Um, tax form. So what I do is I Google uh, 10, uh, 1040 uh, tax form and I print it out. And I print it out and then I get my last year's tax return to give me a guide as how the my CPA structured my taxes. So here is a picture of my worksheet, if you will, for my 1040 taxes. And as you can see, I have some small numbers here. Um, The first number I want to point out to you, let me put my glasses on, the numbers are a little small, is uh, line 4A. Uh, and that's, I anticipate, I'm going to have to take a required minimum distribution out of Nita Nye's IRAs of roughly $30,000. So that comes across as, as income. I have a little bit of interest income and some dividends, but not, not real much. Not much. That's not what I work towards. Then I have my Social Security at $36,000. I estimate that I'm going to pay that half of that is exposed to income taxes. Then you'll see a minus three thousand. I uh, ca- I carry forward some some um, cap- long-term capital losses. I got hit pretty hard by the subprime crisis, and since I don't um, do a lot of trading in my non-qualified accounts anymore, I don't have the capital loss or capital gains. To offset them, so I carry it forward, and the maximum you can report is three thousand. Then this is my income. This is my three hundred and forty thousand dollars from basically my my YouTube gig. Okay, uh, and that all adds up to three hundred and eighty-eight thousand dollars. Then I have some charitable contributions and some other um, miscellaneous stuff that I carry forward. That adds another $10,000 or $21,000 to my income, bringing, uh, um, bringing the, my total income for the year to $338,600. Uh, now, I know we have a progressive system, and we get up to my tax maximum tax exposure bracket of 24%, but I just put 24% against that. And so my potential uh, exposure is 81264 I know that's not exact, and I know some of you are going to say that that's not really. I, it's, it's just a ballpark. It's the maximum I could pay. So then I said, okay, that's if I was reporting this as an individual, but I don't. <clears throat> I'm an LLC. So I have many $80,000 worth of business expenses. What is that? I pay some people to help support me with my channel. I buy equipment. Uh, I, because I travel to do videos, my car is a part, and so I pay part of my car expense on there. When I go places, um, such as I went to Nashville to do a video on Steve Farmer. Uh, I went to Indianapolis to do some videos up there. Uh, I, I'm going to the beach for two weeks, and I'll do videos there. All of these are expenses that then I put against my business um, of close to $80,000. Then, because I'm an LLC, I, ha- I have an employer, my employer is best of us. That's my LLC's name. Uh, my employer contributes to my 401k. I also contribute to my 401k, and my employee pre- contributes to her 401k. That's my wife. So between the two of us, we are allowed to contribute 56000 apiece or 112000 So that comes off of my income uh, of 338000 and I come down to now I have an income of 147600 and at and I come down to the 22% tax bracket, and my taxes are now uh, a maximum of $32,472. $32, so I've reduced it substantially, okay? That's still a lot of money. It's more than I want to pay. So I went to the tax brackets and said, how do I get down to from the 22% to the 12%? Well, my income has to be uh, $81,000 between the two of us or less. So that means I've got to reduce my taxable income from one hundred and forty-seven thousand six hundred by sixty-six thousand six hundred and bring it down below eighty-one thousand. Okay, does that make sense to you? All right. If I can do that, I will bring my taxes down, tax bill down to nine thousand seven hundred and twenty dollars. That's a savings, uh, just from where I am at the LLC, of $22,752. Okay, that's where that's my goal. In order to do that, I need to create an additional expense within my LLC of $66,600. Now, how am I going to do that? Well, let's do some creative thinking. I'm retired. Uh, I like to travel. I like to... I like to do videos. What if I bought a 66 or let's say a a $56,000 van, RV, you know, one of those things where you got the driver's seat here and right behind you, you've got uh, a little kitchen table and a little kitchen area and a bed in the back and a little uh, bathroom in it and you drive down the road and you travel. And then what if I wrapped it? what i mean by wrapped it i made it look like uh, a best of us in retirement and a best of us investors van so it becomes an advertising vehicle every time to- everywhere i go it's wrapped okay um i could get that done probably for 66000 including the van and the wrapping and it's an advertising expense it, and it's, it's totally, if it weighs a certain amount, it's a total write-off in that year. That would get me there. That would get me down to where my taxes are only $9,720. Then I got to thinking, what if I went and bought a building uh, where my office, and put an office in my studio in it and then and created a, a down payment, uh, and I'm gonna have to work with my CPA on this and created it that way. And then I would be able to depreciate that building year after year. And if I buy it right, it's actually appreciating as an investment. And I get my taxes and every year it, it create, it gives me a additional tax write-off. That's what I talk about, what I'm talking about, tax planning. I don't just make money. And then take my bills and my my income to my uh, uh, CPA and say, "Take care of it." That's basically like doing a doctor, just just eating anything and everything that you want, and not getting in any exercise, and showing up at the doctor and say, uh, uh, "Take care of me. I I'm obese. I I." Uh, I have a, a bad heart, I have high cholesterol, I have diabetes. Take care of me. No. No. You you get out and you exercise and you keep yourself trim and you don't eat as much as you did last night, boy. Too much and I didn't get any sleep and anyway, uh, that you need to treat your taxes the same way. Uh, take care of it. Take care of it and plan for it. I will after we get back from the beach, which is a total tax write-off, uh, I'll go sit down with Sarah and I'll say, "Look, this is this is the sheet I worked up, and this is my goal. What can I and can't I do? And how I don't want to go to jail, first of all, <laughs> and I don't want to be fined. So let's stay within the law. And I'm going to use her knowledge." to help me reduce my tax exposure, potentially, from $81,264 to $9,720. Now, I got the state also to deal with, but that's what tax planning is, and that's what keeping more of what you make is all about. And again, I want to say, this is not an accurate number. It's a ballpark. It's a plan. And without planning, you don't stand a chance. And and think about that. If I reduce my taxes from $81,000 to right about $10,000, that's $71,000 more that I get to keep. Is it worth the effort? You know it is. The other thing I want you to go away from this knowing is you need an LLC particularly if you got a side gig particularly if you've got some source of money that's coming in and it can be rental property and and get a good CPA and do some tax planning and and even even if you don't have the, these kinds of numbers every dollar you don't have to write to, to Uncle Sam and Aunt Judy um Judy is our, no, what is her name, our governor, um, is, is, is a saved dollar. So uh, K Ivey, that's it, Kay Ivey, uh, that's our governor. I, I don't want to send her any more than I have to. Okay, I hope you find that informative. It's not about the stock market. It's not about Neo and it's not about Tesla, but it's about making money making your own money stay in your bank account, okay? <laughs> all right, um, going to the beach, gonna spend two weeks down there. It's a business expense because I will do a video every day and some of the videos are gonna be about living on the beach and investing in property on the beach and real estate. So it's it's all applicable as a tax write-off. And so I would ask you, uh, give me some comments. What you think of this? If, it's, if this is the kind of video you'd like to see more of, by all means, subscribe and give it a thumbs up. And if you want to become part of our tribe, that's uh, go to Best of Us Investors. Give me your name, your email address, and I'll send you an invitation. Next time I see you, I'll probably be poolside.